Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme. What a special episode today that I honestly never in a million dreams thought that I would be recording. I cannot believe it. I'm engaged to be married. Like what? That sounds so crazy. I got engaged this past weekend. So last weekend, if you're listening to this on a Sunday, and it was truly the best day ever. I had you submit some questions. So I'm just going to get right into answering all of them. And um, I saved some of the deeper or juicier ones for the end. So yeah, really excited about this. Okay. I broke your questions down into categories. We have pre-engagement questions, actual proposal in the moment questions, ring questions, and post-engagement questions. So I'm going to start with the pre-engagement questions here. How did you know he was the one? This is probably the easiest question for me to answer because I know you hear this all the time. And I heard this all the time. And I was like, this is just annoying, a bullshit cop-out answer. But truly when you know, you know, it is this like familiarity that you feel with this person. It is this safety that you feel. Like I feel safe anywhere I am because I'm with my fiance. Like I always feel safe with him. From the beginning, I felt kind of like a home in him. And a big part of that, which I never before him thought mattered, was a lot of similarity in like how we learned life. You know what I mean? Kind of like, you know, his morals and his values that that were instilled in him from a young age. I had the same values and morals instilled in me. And so we understood each other and where each other was coming from. I am also the youngest in my family of two. And he is the oldest in his family of two. And I think there is something to be said of like, you know, him knowing how to like take care and me enjoying being taken care of. And I think just my relationships in the past, like, yes, at a certain point in time, you know, I always thought that, they were going to be my forever until, of course, it, it wasn't or it didn't. But with Stephen, who's my fiance, I guess I can finally say his name. It was more like I knew that he was the person I wanted to be with. And he never made me question that he felt the same way. There was never any hesitancy 
about our future. And I remember at one point in time, you know, in another relationship I had been in, anytime the future had come up, they would have this like adverse reaction. And it was so weird because this person specifically like did want to be with me, but it was like this weird reaction was happening. With Steven, it was always like, ease for him. Anytime we talked about the future, like he'd be like, yeah, I'd be like, you know, I'm, I like to get ahead of myself. So I'd be like, oh no, like I love the name, you know, Jake for a boy. And he'd be like, oh yeah, I don't know if I like that name. I like that. You know, it was never like, oh, why are we talking about that? And again, like the feeling that I had when I was with him and the way that we communicated through fighting and just the way that he instantly got along with my family and my friends and always remembered everything that I told him um, was really special. Did you know it was coming and to what extent? So I knew that we were going to get engaged at some point. I knew that he was the one, as I just mentioned, but I truly didn't know it was coming when it did. I started to think, you know, in the past month, I've been like, okay, like, when is this happening? You know, I'm curious. For backstory, I'm turning 31 in a few weeks. He is 31. And we've been together for almost two years. And I know what, you know, some people might be thinking like, oh, that's not a long amount of time. But when you're 30, like you do know yourself and you do know what you want and you're ready to like start your life. It's like when you meet the person that you want to be with forever. And granted, I'm not like, oh my God, I know everything because I'm engaged now. Like, no, I'm still learning, still figuring it out, just like all of you. But, you know, it's like I I knew he was the one and I wanted our life to start. And you get married to like have kids and start a family. So like I was excited for that next step, you know? And um, anyway, so I knew that it was going to come like before 2022. I didn't know when it was going to come. I started in the last month to think like, okay, you know, I had this theory because we were in Nantucket with my friends. I was like, he'll do it maybe the last night of Nantucket because we'll be just the two of us. And then the next day we'll fly back to New York and be with our families and they'll surprise us maybe. And when that didn't happen, I was like, okay, that didn't happen it'll probably like maybe it'll happen in like three weeks. And again, this was just all me like guessing and trying to hope for something. No part of me thought that it was going to happen the night that it did. Um, Someone asked, how do you know you want to spend the rest of your life with someone? I think similar to what I said before, it's that feeling of feeling safe with them, that feeling that you can be truly yourself and that they really want what's best for you, that they're like your biggest cheerleader and that they truly make you like a better person as cheesy as it is. And that doesn't mean you're not going to like compromise on things and, you know, fight sometimes, but it, it means like ultimately it's like 90 or more percent great with this person. How long were you guys dating for? Yeah. So we were, we'll be two years in January. How much had you discussed marriage beforehand? Again, like as I've mentioned in the past, I really, really did want to be surprised. So we did not discuss it too much. It was more like we would say every now and then like, you're my person or like, I'm so excited for a future together or like, I can't wait to do life with you. But I was never like, 
okay, so when we get engaged, blah, 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 or like, I hope we get engaged. Towards the end, we started to do this joke where like anytime I would want to talk about it or something, he would joke that like we were getting engaged in 15 years or 12 years. And I'd be like, oh, like, oh, I love like these two girls. I would love for them to be our like flower girls. And then he would be like, oh, but in 15 years, like they're going to be old enough to be bridesmaids. Like it became this like shtick that we had. And I think that because I knew he was joking about the whole like 12 years thing and wasn't like trying to hold it over my head like and shake like it in front of me. And because we were able to like be funny and jokey about it, that it was coming quite soon. How did you know to get your nails done or dressed? So my nails are not done. They actually, if you go up close, they look like shit. I got a gel manicure like a few weeks ago and it has completely chipped just between like working out and packing and traveling. But for some reason from far away, it looks like my nails are done. So I definitely didn't have my nails done. In terms of getting dressed, so the night of the engagement, the plan was, and now I'm just like seeping into telling you the engagement story. So we were out with my parents at their house and we had a dinner reservation in... West Hampton. Okay. And this is a place that's near where his parents are. So I said to him, and and by the way, I'm the planner in the relationship. So nothing, like if he had planned one thing, I would have immediately known that I was getting proposed to. It was so important to him, especially that he didn't plan anything and made me think it was like completely my idea, the whole thing, like the whole night, you know? So we had this 815 reservation and we weren't going to see his parents all weekend because we were with my parents and I love his parents. I love his family. So I was like, let's go. And his grandma was there staying with his parents. So I was like, let's go say hi to your parents before our dinner, which is something that like I would always say because I always encourage him to see his family and vice versa, which is another reason that I know he's my person. And he was like, that's great. Sure. Like, perfect. I'll like, I'll call my mom and see what their plan is. He was like, okay, they are actually going to their like family friends for like some drinks before dinner. They'll be home by like seven or 7.15. So why don't we leave here at 6.45? So I was like, okay. And then just to back up a little bit in the day, I had planned to get my hair blown out because I have extensions in and I'm taking them out this week. So I was like, oh, I want like a last hurrah with my extensions. I'm going to get my hair blown out. Again, this is all me having these thoughts and zero influence from him. And again, me having no idea that I'm getting proposed to that night. So I go and get a blowout. I come back and I'm starting to pick out outfits for dinner with him. And it's just a one-on-one dinner. Like, but we have, we don't do that a lot, especially because we have been traveling a lot this summer. And so I wanted to look nice for our dinner. So I'm like, I put on this dress and it's the dress I wore. It's the pink dress that I wore to the mixer. And he makes some kind of comment. He's like, oh, that's like a little, don't you feel like that's like a little booby for like, you know, my grandma. And I was so pissed because I was like, who the fuck does this guy think he is telling me my dress is a little booby? Like telling me, he never tells me like what to wear. I was like, what the hell? But again, I didn't think anything of it. I was just like, ew. And I was pissed at him. And I was like, oh, so I took off the dress and then I put on white jeans and a blue shirt. And I was like, what do you think? And he was like, I don't know. Why don't you ask your mom? And again, this was like perfectly calculated on his end. 
but I had no idea. And I always ask my mom for her opinion on what I'm wearing. So I'm like, mom. And she comes in my room and I'm like, do you like this? And she's like, yeah, I like this. Like, what else do you have? But this is, again, this is my mom's normal behavior. Like she's always like picking at me in like a loving way. She's like, no, like what else? And so I put on this outfit that literally, when I tell you has been in my closet collecting dust for years, it is this this very old Reformation set. It's green and silk. And I wore it one other time to a random birthday party on a boat like six years ago, five years ago. And I put it on and it's literally collecting dust. And I'm like, what about this? And they're both like, okay. And I'm like, okay, what jacket should I wear? My mom's like bringing in jackets. She's like, what about this like jean jacket? I'm like, no. What? And I'm like, oh, I'll wear like this white jacket. So I end up grabbing my white jacket. And we go outside. And then I'm like, so like, when are we like, are, are your parents back yet? When should we leave? And he's like, oh, they're still not back yet. Like my mom's going to give me the go ahead. So then I'm literally in the bathroom peeing and I get a phone call. So my parents' house is like on a pond and across the pond happens to be my friend's house. And her husband, her and her husband are friends of ours and her husband, and sometimes we'll like kayak around the pond, like in front of our friend's house and vice versa. So I get a call from my friend's husband my, slash my friend. And he's like, hey, his name is Ryan. And he's like, he's like, hey, I'm actually like, I'm in front of your house in a kayak. Come say hi. And that's not so crazy of a thing, believe it or not. Like, so I'm like, oh, okay, like one second. And like, I know we're waiting around anyway for his parents to give us the go ahead. So I say to Steven, I'm like, come with me, Ryan's outside in a kayak. Like, let's go. So we go, like, let's go say hi. So again, like my idea, or so I thought. So then we walk down to the pond and there's like this bench right there and a kayak, but no Ryan. And I'm like, where's Ryan? Like, I'm genuinely so confused. And Steven's like, oh, he must be like doing a lap around the pond. And I was like, Hmm. So I get out my phone and I'm about to call Ryan and he's like, you could put the phone down. And I was like, what? And all of a sudden he's down on one knee. And literally when I tell you my heart completely stopped, I was like, what? Like what's going on? This is a moment that I had pictured for my entire life, my entire existence. And then since I met him, all I could do is picture him on one knee. Like I'm so crazy that like I all I thought about for so long was what it would be like when he got down on one knee. And then he got down on one knee and I was so surprised and so shocked. And I'm not someone that you could surprise easily. I had like, I almost went numb. Like I had no emotions, no words, no thoughts. And I completely blacked out everything he said. He said this really sweet speech. He was, it was so funny. He was so nervous that he was supposed to do it like in front of the pond. And he ended up doing it like in front of like just bushes And he had had a photographer and he all of a sudden like summoned her and she came out of a bush. Like it was the craziest thing. And, and I, I just thought I I was so confused. Like, I think when you're in that state of shock, like you're just like, you leave your body. I swear to God. And he had made some really sweet speech about like the things that we do, like I want to do them forever. And like, 
you know, like our little inside jokes and stuff. Don't remember one thing he said. I actually was like, can you please come on the podcast and tell tell them about what you said? And he was like, no. And I was like, okay, well, I don't remember. So I can't either. No idea what he said. But he hadn't, he didn't take out the ring until like after the speech. So even then I was so confused. The ring wasn't in a box. It was just like in his hand. And then he took out the ring and I was like, oh my God. And he put the ring on. And then all of a sudden the photographer is having us like pose. I I don't, we both do not remember what poses. Like I am the queen of posing for Instagrams. I always know what poses I'm doing. I had no idea what I did. I just like flung my hand out in different directions, moved in different ways. Like do not remember at all. Another question that you guys had asked was if my parents get along. And I have to say, my mom and my fiance's mom are huge fans of wine. And it's so cute and has definitely bonded them a lot. And as you know, I don't drink, but I wanted to do something really special for the two of them. And so I went on Vivino. If you haven't heard of Vivino, it is the world's biggest online wine marketplace. And they're like a little wine community with over 50 million users who rate and review every wine. So again, it was perfect for me because I don't know what wine is good. So I went on Vivino and I found these amazing Pinot Grigios and Pinot Noirs, Chardonnays, and all of these wonderful wines that had amazing reviews from all around the country. And I sent them some wine. And I have to tell you, they absolutely loved it. And what was great for me is I could read all the ratings and reviews and I knew that this was going to be a wine that they liked. Instead of having to taste it, which wouldn't have worked for me, I read the reviews and what the users and the community who know a lot about wine have to say. And they really, really loved it. Like from these these wines from Sonoma, which were absolutely amazing, according to his mom. And they've got great red wines. They've got great white wines. You know, whatever you're into in terms of wine, Vivino has so much to offer. And I've really stepped up my wine gifting game thanks to Vivino. Give them a try. I'm telling you, you're going to love it. Go to vivino.com slash Acme and use code Acme at checkout to save 20% on your first order up to $200. That's V-I-V-I-N-O.com slash Acme and use code Acme to save 20% on your first order up to $200 vivino.com slash Acme with code Acme. See site for details. Terms apply. This is perfect if you don't know a lot about wine or if you just want to send someone a gift. We moved in May and it is now September. And I have to tell you, we're still not done decorating our apartment. It is a process and a half. And anyone that tells you otherwise is truly lying because it's hard I was so grateful though, because I'm not an interior designer and like, I don't really know how to decorate an apartment. Like I just don't. And I discovered Article. And if you haven't heard of Article, they have a team of designers that focus on beautifully crafted pieces, quality materials, and durable construction. It's like combining the boutique furniture store vibe with the comfort and simplicity of shopping online. So we went to article.com and we found this adorable daybed and like this really amazing, it's called a Bovi Pearl Blue Rug and this Mara Oak side table. And we were like, you know what? This is perfect to decorate 
our office. And so we ordered all these things and it's fair pricing. Like you save up to 30% over traditional retail prices. It's really amazing. They cut out the middleman completely. Like there's no showrooms, no salespeople, no retail markups and fast and affordable shipping. Like we ordered this a few weeks ago and it came this week. Like what could be better than that? Articles offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. And I know tons of you are moving right now. So you don't want to miss out on this. Go to article.com slash Acme and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash Acme to get $50 off your purchase of $100 or more. But that's how it went down. Oh, and then I was like, wait, so what's going on? Like, do we still have a dinner reservation? Like, is is anyone like at our house? Like, because all I had remembered was before we left, my parents planned that they told us they had were having their friends over for dinner. My sister and her husband were told us they were going out to dinner. And that was all I remembered. So I was like, did everyone lie? Like, does everyone know? Are they in on this? Like, I'm just so confused. I said, so his sister is a doctor. She's a pediatrician and she's in her residency and she never, ever gets time off. She has the craziest schedule. So I was like, is Dana here? And he was like, no, like there's no, like how would she be able to be here? That's crazy. So then we walk back to the house and all of a sudden I see his family, my family and his sister and I lost it. All my emotions like came back to me and I was hysterically crying hysterical. And I don't cry a lot. And so my mom was like trying to figure out if I was real crying or not, hysterically crying, like could not control myself and hugging his grandma and everyone. And it was such a special moment. And then the dinner that my parents were having with their friends was actually for us. And it was so sweet. And we had the most magical night. And it was so hard for me not to like immediately share with you guys on Instagram and call like FaceTime all my friends. But the first thing that I really wanted to do was like enjoy it with my new fiance. So we went upstairs and we just like soaked it in the two of us for like 30 minutes. And we went downstairs and we were joking that like everyone probably thought that we were like upstairs having sex, but we literally were just like soaking it in and just like staring at each other and being like, oh my God, we're engaged. And then like, of course, and like, I don't, not to be gross, but like, I'm just going to be real with you. Like, when you first get engaged, like your stomach is like flipping and in knots. And like, I literally thought that I was going to shit my pants for like the rest of the night. Like I was like, wait, I think I need to be on the toilet for like the next hour. Like, I don't know what to do. It was honestly crazy. It was so wild. I like never felt like that. It was like, it was like euphoria for a moment in time. And it's such an amazing feeling that you have to like really enjoy because then obviously once it's over, like you have to plan your wedding. But that's like, that's how it went down. Somebody asked, were there any awkward moments? I think what was awkward for me was when he got down on his knee, I was so confused. Like I genuinely thought I was being punked because it was something I'd wanted for so long and we had joked about for so long. And I think I said to him like, is this really happening? Like, is this real? And he was like, yes, this is real. And so I guess that was awkward of me to like not just like get with the program here. Were the photos taken during the proposal or after? So the photos were taken during the proposal and right after. The one thing that we really didn't want was to have to reenact 
the proposal. Like that would have just been such a bummer for us if like we would have to reenact. We have pictures of him on one knee, but they're just not great because the one thing that he wishes he did was actually go in front of the pond. It was like a really hard angle for her to take pictures of because he got so nervous. He forgot to like walk a few steps to the left. Um, So we don't really have pictures of him like down on one knee, essentially. We only have like two or three, but they were taken during the proposal and right after. Someone asked, did it happen on the the beach of I love you's? The beach of I love you's is what we call the beach that we said I love you on. It didn't, but that would have also been very cute. How did you know to dress cute and be matching? This is so funny because again, like I told you the story of me getting dressed. Like I literally was like, there's dust all over this outfit. Earlier in the day, we actually went to a store and I was like, let's get you some like new clothes. I was like, you always wear the same thing. I love you, but you always wear the same thing. You're such an amazing person to dress. Like, let's get you new clothes. And again, I should have looked into how suspicious this was because he was like, okay. And just so agreeable. Like, I feel like usually he'd be like, no, like, let's enjoy the day. It's beautiful. Let's relax. Everyone was just like very agreeable on the day of the proposal. Like that is something that you should look into if you think that a proposal is coming. Like and everyone just yes to me, you know? And like, that is not my family usually. We're usually very like up in each other's faces. Um, but so we, we had gone and we had bought this shirt, the shirt that he was wearing in the proposal, it's green and it's my favorite color. And I honestly, when I picked out my green outfit, my intention wasn't to match him, but I was like, oh, we match. Like that was like my last thought before we went out into the night that would be our proposal. And it's so funny because you look at these like proposal pictures of couples and you're like, they knew, like they knew they were wearing white, blah, blah, blah. And by the way, if they're wearing white, they probably knew, for sure they knew. But I'm telling you when I say that we matched for zero reason, like I had no idea that is 100% true. Like he knew, obviously. So maybe it was like, he knew that we were matching and was okay with that. But I genuinely had no idea. And like, also, I weirdly feel like we match a lot because we're both Virgo risings and it dictates our sense of style. So like we end up wearing similar things a lot. So that was just like, not that out of the ordinary, believe it or not. Okay, ring questions. By the way, if you're bored, I'm so sorry. I like I feel like if I were not in the pro in the same process, I'd be like, why the fuck would I care about this girl's engagement? But I feel like it's a huge life moment. So like we're dedicating this episode to it. And I hope you are enjoying this. And I, I'm gonna try to make it more interesting. <laughs> Did you try on engagement rings together? Absolutely not. That was a big thing that I didn't want to do because I just feel like that takes away the romance. Like that takes away the surprise. I wanted to be as shocked as I was. And if I tried on rings with him, then I would know that we were getting engaged and I would know that it was happening after I picked out the ring. And that just wouldn't have been fun for me. Where is the ring from? This is a great question. So the ring is from, it's called Howard Ingle Inc. Howard space E-N-G-L-E space Inc. I-N-C. And it's his family friend, um, Justin and Howard Engel. And, you know, like when you're Jewish, like everyone has like a person and like no one pays like wholesale for rings. I I imagine that they hooked it up and, you know, they designed this ring with him and 
It was absolutely stunning. It was everything I could have wanted. Um, he actually... So I have always known what ring I wanted. There's a, a girl that I used to stalk on Instagram. She lives in LA. And she was the inspiration behind my ring. She has a very similar, if not the same exact ring. And I screenshotted it. Like, I'm not even kidding when I say like six years ago, like before I even met Steven. Well, I had met him, you know, but before I knew that he was the person I was marrying. And so when, like, I I honestly think it was like four months into our relationship or something. We were scrolling on Instagram and someone got engaged and... I was like, oh my God, look, like, you know, let's say like Jane got engaged and he was like, oh, that's so sweet. Um, and I was like, look at her ring. And he was like, oh, it's so nice. Like, do you like that? And I was like, actually, this is exactly what I like. And I showed him a picture. And as our relationship went on, I made sure that this photo of the ring that I liked was well circulated. So one or two of his friends knew, one or two of my friends knew, my sister knew, my mom knew. Just in case he ever needed to know, he would just have to ask his closest friends or my closest people what ring I wanted and they would show him. I also have a friend who works at a store in the city and they carry that exact ring. Like it's like made to order. It's like already, it already exists. And so I told him about that store and I was like, you should, you know, check it out if you want, like, you know, in 12 years, because that was our joke. And so he went with his mom to that store, but he did it perfectly. Like he did it when the friend that I know that works at the store was on her honeymoon. He planned everything so that like no one could ever know that he even looked at that ring. And he, like every time he went to like the diamond district, he was like wearing a disguise, literally. He went with his mom though. And when he was leaving, he saw one of my good friends, like literally saw her like and ran and hid so that she wouldn't see him which is so funny. Um, The ring, what shape is the ring? It is an oval. And that is all in terms of the ring. If you had told 23-year-old Lindsay that she would be engaged when she was 30 to the best person she could ever dream of, she would have laughed because she was depressed. She was not in a good place mentally and physically. And she hadn't found therapy. She hadn't done the work on herself. And finding therapy, I'm telling you right now, has gotten me everything that I ever wanted and dreamed of. And the reason is because I did the work on myself. And, you know, I had tried confiding in friends about certain things, but it's like the blind leading the blind. Like your friends are not going to give you practical advice the way that a therapist could. That's why you need someone who's a third party to really understand, someone who's a professional. And Talkspace is just the perfect, perfect place to go for something like that. If you haven't heard of Talkspace, it is a wonderful, wonderful place. And it's the number one online therapy platform that can help you sort through any issue with thousands of licensed therapists available for you to match with that you can talk to at all hours of the day. You can talk about anxiety, depression, relationships, anything that's going to start making you feel better and becoming more self-aware, which for me is the goal of therapy. You can send and receive unlimited messages with your dedicated therapist in the app, schedule live video sessions with your therapist from anywhere. 
and you can really start feeling better with a single message. Match with a licensed therapist when you go to Talkspace.com and get $100 off your first month with the promo code ACME. That's $100 off when you go to Talkspace.com slash ACME. That's Talkspace.com and you can use promo code ACME for $100 off your therapy. I'm telling you, there's no time to start therapy like today. Go to Talkspace.com and use code ACME for $100 off. And now I'm just going to answer some post-engagement questions. And then that's a wrap. Did you feel like your timeline went fast? I know everyone's different. I didn't. I felt like it was the perfect amount of time. And it's so funny because everyone has such a different opinion on timeline. Like some people reached out to me and they were like, he was really getting to taking too long. Like it was, it was teetering on taking too long. Like people that I don't even know. And then some people were like, oh my God, like you got engaged in a year, which isn't even true because it's been longer than that. But to be honest with you, I think it was absolutely perfect. I think that if you meet someone and you're 30 and it doesn't happen within two years, then I'm almost curious why. Because I feel like you know yourself, you know that this is the one, you've lived a life, you've dated, you know what it feels like when something is right for you. And so I didn't feel like our timeline went fast. I thought it was exactly how it was meant to be. Do you prefer a long engagement or a short engagement? I think a short engagement, I would say before getting engaged, I would be like, oh my God, this person got married six months after they got engaged. Like how desperate is that? That's so crazy. Like they're just dying to be married. They don't want their fiance to change their mind. Like I used to say shit like that. Now being engaged, I'm like, anyone who gets married six months or earlier after their engagement is a genius. Like nobody wants to be engaged for too long. After six months, I feel like it becomes like, okay, what's going on here? Let's just do the damn thing. Like, I wish everyone a short engagement, truly. I think that, again, there's nothing wrong with a long engagement. And I'm new to this engagement thing. So what the fuck do I know? But I just think that like the longer you're engaged, the more you have to talk about wedding stuff, which is stressful. And it's probably fun to be married and start your life together. So I would say short engagement would be ideal. I doubt anything's available because the COVID weddings have spilled over, but that would be ideal. Is asking the father's permission a must? And did he do that? So yes, this was a really hard task because he didn't want to take them out to dinner because he didn't want to run into anyone. And I feel like rarely is there a moment where he's like alone with my parents. Um, There was a night this summer where I went to Montauk alone and I went to like Cynthia Rowley surf camp and he took dinner over to my parents. Well, he had asked, he had asked my dad, he called my dad and he was like, all right, when are you guys free? I would love to like have dinner with you. And my dad totally knew what was up. And then he came over with dinner for my parents that night and he asked them and there were tears And my dad, obviously, my dad is such like a dad joke kind of guy. And he made the joke. He was like, well, how do you know she's going to say yes? And they laughed. And, you know, he had asked them that night. And it was really cute, apparently. I wish I was there. So I, I don't think that it's a must. But I think that it's really respectful and really cute. And most importantly, makes the parents feel special 
and feel involved. So I think that it was really nice. The one thing he didn't do, he didn't tell any of my friends ahead of time. And I remember when friends of mine got engaged, I remember being upset that I didn't know before if I didn't know before. But now having been through it, I'm like, of course he didn't tell any of my friends. Like, I almost wouldn't want my friends to know before me because I am so excited to have been able to tell them myself. So I would say that I get that part. Are you diving straight into wedding planning or chilling slash enjoying the moment now? If you know me, you know that I'm diving straight into it. I was on the phone with the wedding planner last night. I'm hoping to, again, have a short engagement, but it's hard. And part of the reason that I want to do this now is so that we can enjoy like the rest of the engagement, knowing that we're in good hands with whatever wedding planner we choose or knowing that we have like at least a venue and can take a deep breath after that. But I am one of those girls that has just been planning my wedding forever. Like I know what photographer I want. I know makeup. I know like a lot of songs that I want to play for certain things. I know what I want to walk down the aisle to. And like that was never able to be shaken. Like I've wanted those things forever. And I think he's really respectful of that. And of course he's going to be involved, but like he also wants me to have like the wedding that I want. Would you have been annoyed if he waited any longer? To be honest with you, I was giving him in my head till New Year's. And then I was going to be like, okay, what the hell? Like what's going on here? But I think what's most important is that like, I want to marry him. And as long as he's in the picture with being the person that all this annoying wedding stuff is going to be for or all this annoying waiting is going to be for, then then it's worth it. Somebody asked, my boyfriend and I will be together two years in November and I'm in my early 30s and want a ring. Any advice? I would say that it's really important to have a conversation around like what they envision for their future Maybe it's like a five year, where do you see yourself? Or just like, you know, when would make you happy to have kids, let's say, if that's something that they want? Or, you know, do you feel like ready to take the next steps in your life? I often find like if I make it more about like life and them and less about like ultimatum and when is this happening for me, then there's a better outcome. I also think like sometimes the answer is in like their family or friends. Like I think, you know, some conversations I had with my fiance's friends before we got engaged made it clear to me that it was happening. Not necessarily like they told me details, no, but like, you know, I remember talking to one of his friends and he was like, you know, he's so excited. Like he's so excited about like the next steps, you know, something like that. So I think just being really plugged into like what's going on around you as well. Somebody said, what's the worst piece of advice you've been given so far in your personal dating journey? I have to say the worst piece of advice is to like put up with a relationship that is miserable or that like I'm settling for. I think oftentimes when I think back onto advice that people gave me, it's people who are in relationships that I would never want to be in. And that's why I always say like, take advice from someone whose relationship you admire so much. And I just feel like, you know, all relationships are different. And I had been in relationships in the past where we were fight all the time or this or that. And I think the whole like stick it out if it's miserable advice is awful. Like, you don't have to be 
miserable in a relationship. You shouldn't be in a relationship where you're compromising 80% of the time and they are getting, you know, what they want and you're not or vice versa. Like there is a middle ground where you're both compromising or you're both happy. And one thing about my partner specifically is that he has always put me first. He, like, I know for a fact that he would do anything for me. And I've never questioned that. And I think that a lot of people, women specifically, are in relationships where they are not sure of that. Or I know of a lot of relationships where the man in like a hetero relationship is more difficult than the woman. And I'm not saying that doesn't work out, but that's not what I would want. I want to be the more difficult one in my relationship. That's just what I've always wanted. That's what I've always known. And I also just find, and by the way, that doesn't mean I'm difficult to my partner. Just like I, I, I wanted a non-complicated relationship and that's what I got. And like, if I'm sitting down on the couch with my boyfriend, with my fiance, he's going to get up and get me water. And he's not going to be like puffy and uffy about it, you know? that's the kind of partner that I wanted. And that's the kind of partner I got. And it's not like, you know, the relationship of just stay in the relationship and you can make it work or they can change. No, that's the worst relationship advice. How did you pick the caption? Oh, this is good. So for so long, I've been thinking of my engagement caption and I literally have a note in my phone with all of the potentials. Like the first one is like, what should I say? The second is like, let's make a poll. Or like I said, let's make a poll. Stupid. Like I, I didn't love those. And then I'm, just because I love Taylor Swift, one caption idea was I knew it was suspicious when he said to meet him on the outskirts of town. If you get that one, you get that one. If you don't, you don't. And then the runners up were, we finally DTR'd. But if you don't listen to We Met at Acme, you wouldn't know what DTR means. It means define the relationship. And then he thought once we were engaged, he thought of We Met Forever. And I was like, that's so cute. It's cheesy, but it's not like I'm marrying my best friend. And I like that, you know? And so it was between that and the the name of this episode, which is the first question I didn't need to turn into a poll. That one I really wanted, but ultimately we went with We Met Forever. And then I'm saving this for the episode title here. Somebody asked, what would you tell your old self when you were depressed slash never thought this would happen? I would tell myself really nothing different than what I did. And and what I did was get help from being depressed and start talking to a therapist, start working on myself and doing the inner work to be in a place where my mind was good and I was just genuinely happy with my life without a partner because that is how I found my partner. And also like being sober, I have to say like, you know, when you're sober, you talk about like the gifts of sobriety and that's like, you know, the things, the amazing rewards that you get after making a commitment to being sober. And, you know, this is the thing that's unique to people who are sober and people who aren't might not get it. But this to me is a gift. And I truly don't think that I would have been able to find a partner of my fiance's caliber if I weren't sober because I am like, completely out of ego and out of self. Whereas like in my weed smoking and drinking, like 
it was all about me. And I think that attracted a certain person as well. Someone said, do you worry about the future of your relationship or did you always feel stable? Or sorry, did you worry about the future of your relationship or did you always feel stable? 100% worried. There were moments where like I would do something or we would have a fight and I'd be like, okay, he's not going to propose. Like that's it. He's not, he doesn't want to marry me because I yell during fights sometimes and he's not used to that or because I snap sometimes and he doesn't want a wife like that, you know? And I would like psych myself out. But I think that's like normal, you know? I'd rather it be like that than me being like, I don't want to marry him or having doubts about him. I just had doubts about, you know, just like, I don't want to say insecurity, but like not 100% security. And going back to like, I think that having, not having that 100% security is what makes an amazing relationship because it should be 90% security, 10% insecurity. Because if I knew forever, oh, this is in the bag, this guy's gonna, you know, he's gonna propose to me in two minutes. I think I would be like, that's not something I want, you know? Are you gonna take Steven's last name? Lynn's Mets is so iconic, but I'm all for the change. We actually just talked about this a few nights ago and it does mean a lot to him that I take his last name. So for business, I'm going to keep my name, Lindsay Metzlar and Linz Metz, of course, my, my Instagram. But in reality, like legally, my name will be, my new name will be Lindsay Green, which is kind of crazy. And so that is what we discussed and, but again, like in business, it won't change. How to handle the letdown of the engagement weekend being over. So this will be the last question. I will say um, it shouldn't be such a letdown. Of course, it's a high, you know, everyone's texting you. But it's the same thing as having a birthday. It's the same thing as having a wedding. It's all about you for a second. And then you move on with your, with your life. And if you're happy and excited to marry this person, it doesn't really ever end. Like I look at him every second and I'm like you're my fiance. Like we're engaged to be married. That's so cool. And then if we get married, if when we get married, I'll be like, you're my husband. And then when we have kids, you're my baby daddy. You know, like these moments never end. It's always exciting. And at the end of the day, like it's all about the person that you're with. And if you're excited about them, then your life will truly be exciting. And it'll be just the beginning of an amazing amazing life together. So I hope that was inspiring to some of you guys and I hope it wasn't too boring. And I hope that all of you guys get to experience or have experienced something as exciting as being engaged and finding your person. And I will say like the rules work. I'm telling you this is proof. So I really am so grateful that you listened to this podcast and I love you all very much. Thank you for the wonderfully kind messages. I usually like every single comment on every single post. This was the first time ever that there were so many comments on my engagement posts that I couldn't even like them. So just know that I loved them. And I saw every one of them and I'm so grateful for your support.